Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, guys, let's get right into a trade. So we have a 12-team Superflex PPR 1.75 tight end premium start 10. Are you going Jordan Addison and a 24 first projected mid or A.J. Brown? Scott, let's start with you, man. Good question after Addison's game last night. Probably missed a couple drives, too, where probably night could have been bigger because he had a couple plays where just dropped it or got a penalty against him. And then he was out for a couple drives too. So it could have been a, a game where we're going, damn, is he a top 10 dynasty receiver, which maybe is a little bit overreactionary, but listen, this is going to be a cop out answer. Cause I'm sure everybody goes, all right, are you going to go with the process? Or are you going to go with the hammer? I know Ray's new stuff with the Trinity has talked about how good AJ Brown is. Shane's talked about AJ Brown. The numbers back it up. He's been smashing the last six weeks of the season. This comes down, what can I do with that draft pick? What is my league view picks? Is it one of those leagues where everyone's going to go crazy, where I can add to that pick and go get another player mm -hmm. that's just as good as A.J. Brown and essentially get a free Jordan Addison? You know, Can I find a cheaper way to get to this? Because the process says I'm okay taking the pick and Addison, especially after last night. Because what can I do with Addison? Can I tear down off of him and get another first? You know, all of a sudden, now I'm in the mix of... I mean, what have you said before, Clay? Once you get a guy like Brown or once you get multiple firsts, you're now in the mix where you can go even higher than A.J. Brown if you want. You can have a conversation, right? You can. So as Shane is uh, – I wonder if Shane could recite right now everything I've said in this answer. It's probably no, but I'll lean on if it's a strong pick market in your league. I don't have a problem doing a deal like this just because I think there's other outs where you can at least recoup the value if you're wrong. And if Addison just produces top – 24 numbers the rest of the season even when jefferson comes back it probably fits with your construction you just you're starting them every week no matter what so you know maybe you get a little bit of a downgrade in one of those spots one of those receiver spots or flex spots but you still net that mid first which you know is going to be super valuable with what we know about the class no shan definitely but uh scott's wrong yeah you're, you're taking aj brown here um i don't know what and we should probably do some math quotations quotations is that a thing sure we need to do some math and figure out exactly what is the delta like wh what is a first worth right is it six points a game is that is it is it less than that do you know what i mean because mm -hmm. that's what the difference is in, in scoring um and no, isn't that I mean, the pick isn't that the pick though doesn't the pick really drive here what your answer well, that, is well that's if i no, if i tell you that has a shot to be marvin harrison jr are you doing this trade chain well, that, that, yeah if it's the 101 102 yeah 
but does the 103 or 104 get me in the mix where I can get to Marv cheaper because I have the 103 or 104? No, you're not going to be able to get the 101 or the 102 or the 103 without paying out of your uh, eye socket uh, this coming year. Uh, just, just know that. Um, as hard as we were trying to pimp out Bajan's pick this year, and <laughs> people sure. weren't people weren't doing it. Next year, people are going to be all over it, man. It's going to be disgusting. I, I'm going to take Brown. I like Addison a lot. Like, I really do. He's my most rostered wide receiver. I got him in eight mm-hmm. leagues. It just kind of fell that way. Um, not that I specifically targeted him, but he just kept falling to, like, 107 range. Um, but I think I'll go A.J. Brown. And I know A.J. Brown's running a little hot. He's one of only three wide receivers in the history of football to have five consecutive 125-yard receiving games. So that's probably going to come to an end at some point. You, you would think so at some point. Yeah. So how about this one? This is a shallower question. So 10-team Superflex PPR start nine. Ken Walker and a 24-second or HN and a 24-third. What do you think, Shane? We'll start with you. Uh, Ken Walker in a 24 second or an A chain in a 24 third. I don't particularly, I don't want to say I don't care about the picks, but, um, in this specific format, I'm not going to, I still think a chain is the more desirable piece as far as being a trade piece and the upside, even though Ken Walker is having a very, very good year. Yeah. The variance going my way or against me is going to win or lose this league. And so I don't care about the picks in this case. Give me the guy that in any week could get 30 points. Could get 10 and could get re-injured. Mm-hmm. But if I'm having to pick and I go, if I is there a scenario, Clay, where if you have to pick between A-Chain or Ken Walker in a week, you're and you only can pick one and it's win or go home. Is there ever a scenario you're putting Ken Walker in over A-Chain? Unlikely. Unlikely. The so way, if you just break you just it down them. like that. The picks don't really matter, right? In a 10 team start nine, a second and a third. Like, so I mean, that right there is how you analyze a, a shallow trade like this is like it, it comes down to that one game scenario who can give me 25 and who's likely to give me 16. Yep. Not just 25. I mean, like, we've seen it. Who, who could give me 30? Like, who can put up and, Christian McCaffrey type numbers? Right. One, one of them's done it. So let's go to this one right here. Uh, Luke, this was from 12, 11 a.m. Eastern time. So I set this stream up yesterday. So this was way, way early in advance here. Strategy question from him. He says, what if your league doesn't move picks fluidly in a manner that allows you to get spot starts slash trade players for picks? When, how do you use late round picks to keep a similar strategy? This would be a disaster for you, Scott, if this happened, because I know you you have a few leagues where you're week to week just scrounging running backs for a third. What do you think about Luke's question here? I mean, that's true if you inserted this mentality into a league that I've already been playing that way for two years. But his question is almost like, did you not know the league didn't treat picks like this already? You know what I mean? Like, it's not like they just changed overnight to where all of a sudden they don't value any draft picks and they don't do any trades. It's probably been that way for a while, which would then make me say, okay, well, why do you have a ton of thirds and fourth round picks if you know the league is not going to value them, if you know they're not going to play the day trading week to week, let me buy spot starts, let me sell spot starts, etc. So, I mean, yeah, if you're stuck in this spot, I guess this comes down to having to think, how did you get into this spot in the first place? As Shane celebrates, oh, the Phillies tied it up, right? 
at least I'm following yeah, yeah. it on my app while we're doing this. But <laughs> now to his question, if you're in a league that all of a sudden just stops activity and the market used to be like something and then now it's gone, what happened? Try to identify what edge you can get next because I don't right. think it just happens overnight. And if you're in a league where you're telling me, how many roster reviews, Shane, have we done where people say low activity? There's been four trades all year and three of them are me. Mm-hmm. Okay, a lot. In, that, in that league, you have to look at it differently. You're not going process, process, process. Let me make 50 trades in a year and let me hope I gain 2% on every trade aggregate. End of the year, I'm going to have the best roster or the most valuable roster. If you know you're only going to make one or two trades, then you you almost have to go the opposite, right? Don't you have to take more home run swings yeah, and go, if yeah. I'm wrong, there's here's the thing. If you're wrong, that sucks. If everyone else is wrong, the league's not going to allow them to bail themselves out either. So you exactly. might as well take the big enough swings because there's just no activity going on. Yeah, you're just shooting upside with those picks. Like this would have been a good draft to go, you know what? I'm probably going to hit some of these wide receivers up, um, like the Tank Dells and guys like that, that maybe I could have flipped later at some point. So this was from Kevin uh, Giffen. Can we get a price check on Deshaun Watson? And he was on the thumbnail for this uh, for this live stream as well. What's going on? What was the injury? Was he was he injured? Uh, his, his pinky toe hurt. So apparently he was not re-injured, but they were just making sure that he was okay because they he didn't want him to get hit anymore. I, I'm not exactly sure. Um, so I'm not. Sh- understanding why exactly he wasn't able to play but certainly he wasn't able to come back in so what are we doing actionable advice with deshaun watson scott what do you think like you have him in some leagues obviously what have you been doing with your deshaun watson shares if anything so do we have 10 minutes to cover this subject because there's been a lot of questions we've got a lot of chatter in the discord about this Here's the reality, and I'm not going to try to come off like I'm defending John Deshaun Watson because he's not been what we touted him to be. You know, top nine quarterback. We said that all summer. Feel yep. comfortable buying, and part of that was your banking that he got back close to what he was three years ago. Right now, it's one of those things where he hasn't been awful, but the goalposts were moved to a point where what would have been seen as successful for him, right? What would have been seen as successful? It, it would cent- have had to have been more successful than than necessary. It would have had to be awesome because he yes. was already had so much hate against him. Yeah. Yep. And I'll try to sum this up a little quicker because otherwise we hey, can go real on. quick, real quick. So Deshaun Watson, Adam Schefter posted it a half an hour ago. He's got kind of strain of his subcapillaris, which is in the rotator cuff. Uh, this type of injury happens in baseball is normally causes pitchers to miss four to six weeks. So Watson, I would assume is done for the fantasy football regular season. Um, so there's that. So there he's got a four to six week injury. I don't know if it's a new four to six weeks or from when he first got injured. Um, it doesn't clarify there, but either way, it sounds like he's still injured. So um, I guess we'll need more details on how much time he's actually going to miss. I mean, four weeks is not it's week 11. It's not like it's the end of the fantasy season. No, but, I mean, it's two more weeks after that. But I mean, but for for you're in trouble if he was your QB one or your QB two at that sure. point. But, but here's the re- so here. Here's the two questions that I posed in the discord to get this question started the other day. Because people are going, I'm out on Watson. He's done. It's over. I'm out. You know, here's the thing. What are you out on? Because basically what a lot of people were saying is they were never in 
on the top eight or top nine value that he held over the summer. But let's say you were, and let's say you have him on a dynasty team. I think he's QB 19 now on keep trade cut. He fell that fast. Wow. So there is, there is no out on him. What are you going to trade him for? You're going to trade Shane. Are you trading Deshaun Watson for how about Russell Wilson? You want to do that I, one for one? Here, I'll tell you, I did make it. Um, yeah. I, I, well, for Russell Wilson? No, no. It, oh, God, no. You, oh, God, you no. give up what? No, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this exercise. You give up Russell. You give up Deshaun Watson. You get Russell Wilson. You no. accepting that? No. You get Jordan Love for Deshaun Watson. No. You accepting no. that? How about Hard. Daniel Jones? No. You know, Smith? No. So that's is where the, he's at. Is the Kirk Cousins owner even trading for Deshaun Watson? No. Like the no. Cousins owner is probably happier just holding Cousins, right? It doesn't feel like a move he or she needs to make. Yeah. You've, but you're you've de- production already. You're debating QBs that every damn one of these guys we mentioned are more valuable to the person that has them. Yeah. They hold no weight in, okay, man, let me go add my Deshaun Watson to get Justin Herbert. He's fallen to the range where he doesn't start the conversation, right? Kirk Cousins has never started that conversation. You've always gone, damn, Kirk Cousins, man. He looked really good in my lineup when he's QB 10, but no one wants him. So it's that's where he's fallen to. So if you can just accept the fact that he's in that range with, I don't know, 12 other quarterbacks, that as soon as they're on your roster, you go, damn, I, now I have to determine what tier... QB 12 through 24. Who do I like in there? But I don't really think you can add or get extra on top on that range to go move around unless they're injured and you go, all right, Watson's out for a month. I'll trade Kirk Cousins for Watson in a second. Like that's the side of the deals I would probably be on for him. But that's all you're trading. You're just basically trading short term value at QB. Here's your trade. Here's your trade. uh, Go ahead, Shane. I have a real life trade and I made it with uh, friends of ours, uh, Ruben and Scott. Um, I traded Jordan Love and TMC. I don't know what I was going to call him. Terry McLaurin (laughs) for Deshaun Watson and probably a late to mid mid to late second. I was 100% with that. Now, obviously, the situation is I'm terrible in that league and I have 87 first round draft picks next year. So I don't care if I win another game and Mm -hmm. frankly, it behooves me not to. So I'm I'm 100% fine with it if Deshaun wants to take off the rest of the year that week. Well, and so here's the here's the reality. Someone posted in the chat, I saw graphic 13 said he's in the Derek Carr range. Derek Carr is a guy probably doesn't even last this year and won't start again. So it's uh, as soon as I start giving you the names Daniel Jones, Derek Carr, the guys where you're going, damn, they may not start after this year. Immediately, Clay, you're taking Deshaun Watson over those guys, right? For sure. If there's any risk outside of this year, you're going, give me Watson. Which means he just has to be in the top 15 to 20 because you're always going to take him over the short-term QBs that don't have any staying power because the reality is Watson will be the Brown starter for the next three years after this. He will supersede the next coach. Stefanski will get fired if they suck. They'll get another coach. They'll get another offensive coordinator. It's not like he's losing his job. So you can't put him too low. You just have to be able to accept the L that, hey, he's fallen 30% since the start of the season. And he's just in the the Dak, Russell Wilson, that range. Like, But he's going to start. So, I mean, if you don't like the guy, fine. If you don't want him because you don't like what he did off the field, fine. But, I mean, how low can you actually push him? Well, would you sell him for Desmond Ritter in a mid-24 first? Uh, no, but I think if you said you're trading Watson away for something that involves a mm-hmm. first plus, that's the market for any QB in that range. Yep. 
That's the market. Like some, you can't expect somebody to pay you a first plus for the Daniel Joneses, the Dak Prescotts, the Russell Wilsons of the world, right? Like you just can't. The price isn't any higher than that. And someone said Brock Purdy. I mean, is anyone real confident a, about Brock Purdy? Of, nah, I made a couple of trades for Brock Purdy like three weeks ago, and I'm still waiting for that dude to get back to uh, what he was because he, he's not been good. He's not been good. I mean, are you adding to Deshaun Watson to get Brock Purdy right now? No. Nah. So, I mean, Probably how far not. down can you put, push Watts? And some people may go, you know what? I'm adding to, to Watson to get Purdy. I'm done with Watson. Okay. That's your prerogative. You're just tearing mm -hmm. the players a little bit differently. I think there's just this separation of once you have QBs in this range, they are only as good as the roster construction and the person you're trading them to or who's trading them away needs. That's it. Yeah, look, it, it, I'm telling you right now, if people are selling, willing to sell you Deshaun Watson for Brock Purdy, for Jared Goff, because I've seen someone mention it in there, if you don't smash that, there's something wrong with you. Unless, again, look, it's a morality thing, whatever. I don't know why you're playing fantasy football. There's a bunch of bad dudes, but you're just, you have way, you're just crazy, like absolutely insane. If you've Russell Wilson on your team and someone has Deshaun Watson and you're out of it, you should be selling them to uh, Russ Wilson for Deshaun Watson right now. <laughs> looks like Scott just put this up from Justin. If that's too low, how about Howell and a late 24 first for Watson? No, that, that's ass. That's a 20, late 24 first because Howell's going to get benched. Ron Rivera's already talking like he's past this. Ritter, the, the, that was the other trade with Ritter. Like you're trading a first. That's what you're trading. And a quarterback that can start for the next four weeks for you until they get benched. Uh, I'll sum this up for everybody. 20 seconds. I want to have exposure to Deshaun Watson. I don't want to be overexposed because I did take him in a couple spots where I paid the 90th percentile price and I've Ooh. lost value. I don't want to have zero. I don't want to have 20%. So let me get the 10 to 15% that I want to have. How about I put it on teams where I can afford to trade it away? If I have an eighth place roster that has, yeah. you know, Kirk Cousins on it, why am I not trading Cousins for Watson? You know, why am I not moving golf for Watson mm -hmm. in a second on teams where I'm already out of it? Like, that's how you put your exposure and gain value by buying him and putting him on teams where you just don't care about the rest of the year. Yep. And you probably get a little juice, a little bit of juice, a little juice. Let's put this up from Ethan. This was 3 a.m. this morning. Uh, it has a question about tanking strategies. I've emptied out my wide receiver and RBs and only have strong QBs. I've been trying to pick up guys off of waivers that I can sell, like Henderson, Chubba, Mason, but I'm often unable to move them. And even though they score minimal points, it has already cost me wins. So is it better to roster guaranteed duds like third stringers than try to get small picks? So basically wants to scoop up these these guys and then try to flip them for thirds, but it seems like, you know, isn't having that luck and thus is recognizing their points on his uh on his tanking team. Thoughts here? Yeah, if if no one's making deals with you, then I don't want them on my roster because I'm definitely not trying to win, right? So the only purpose of having them on my roster is so that I can trade them to someone for some kind of value. And if I can't get that from them, then I'll just I'll just go even lower. I'll just all right. Well, I'll cut them and I'll go ahead and pick up even worse players. If you're just not going to trade me third rounders for these guys, so I can tank properly. I would say out of my 52 teams, I probably have 11 that are racing to the bottom or have tanked and they're trying to get rid of as many points. I would say out of those teams, and they're probably all 30 plus man rosters, just because that's typically the leagues that we play in. 
I'm probably rostering on average 12 to 14 quarterbacks in those leagues. And that's because I have found this year, and this will be a big part of the new roster construction series that I'm going to do at the end of the year. I've found that in a lot of these leagues, even in our patron leagues and our Heisman leagues and some of our active leagues, you have a better shot of selling the Tyrod Taylors of the world than you do the De Mercados or the Daryl Hendersons. Mm-hmm. And I've just found that if if chaos happens, I have a better shot at selling the spot start QB versus the running back. And the beauty of the spot start QBs as the backups, Tyrod, when he's the backup, scoring you nothing. Mm-hmm. Right? The backup yep. run, Jordan, Jordan right. Mason, two weeks ago, scored 15 points. If he was on your bench, that could have cost you the 104 instead of the 105. And you're like, or the 103 instead of the 104. And you're like, really? For Jordan Mason? Mm. And the thing is, it was so fluky that, like Shane said, no one's probably paying you anything for those guys. So, yeah, roster the backup quarterbacks, unless you know the market's there. But, man, if you have one of those Daryl Hendersons or DeMercados or Pierre Strongs, they need to be gone ASAP. Can't get a third, take a fourth. Don't wait. Yeah. There's there's no price enforcing with those guys. The value is getting them off your team. So let's go to our first super chat here from Sean. He says, hi from Scotland. Hello, Sean. Thanks for joining, man. Top of the uh, morning to you. <laughs> that's what they say. 12-team super flex, start 10, half PPR, full PPR for tight ends. I'm first at 7-0. He says, thank you. Highlights are Herbert, Burrow, Saquon, Eckler, Diggs, Tyreek, Chase, uh, D-Hop, Jalen Reed, Hawk. JJ team is shopping him. It is first year of Dynasty, so I'm worried about changing a winning team. But should I try Diggs, comma, Eckler plus for JJ? What do you think here? He's 7-0, he's and oh, all right? First year of Dynasty, so it's... Just double checking here. I'm glad you came on our, our stream to, to ask us here. The JJ team is shopping him though. So what do you think? I I I prescribe, subscribe to the if JJ's for sale, they you try to buy him. I I, I don't care my situation. I, I still think he's gonna be back in two weeks, even though you know there's concerns that he might get an MRI and stay out longer. And if the Vikings lose, he might decide he doesn't like football anymore or whatever stupid ass narratives are out there on the streets um if i can move Diggs and eckler for him and a piece back uh I, I think i would do it personally well would you trade let's say would you trade Diggs and a 25 first for jefferson you're seven and oh yeah trying to win yep go on do it yep. scott would you do that as well you're seven and oh you trading Diggs and a 25 first for jj is it crazy to say that I need to see the rest of his team to know for sure? But I think I'm leaning towards no. I'm okay with that because I think in a start 10, he's got enough firepower to be able to get by. I actually like the Eckler and Diggs deal a little bit better because you're getting better credit. Pick. You're getting credit for Eckler and you're not giving away your flexibility. Eckler's worth as much as a 25 first, but on this team where I already have, I mean, listen, you have Tyreek and you have Chase and you have Herbert and Burrow and Saquon Hawkinson. You should be able to manage to stay probably in that slot to get a buy mm-hmm. until Jefferson comes back. And, you know, Vikings now have fallen to the 12th pick. They've won two in a row. They have a soft schedule coming up. Like, I think we're going to get a window where we could squint. I could squint and see in a month where Jefferson's coming back. Kirk Cousins has been extended somehow. 
and all of a sudden we're going lamb. I'm glad I bought all that yeah, wheels Jefferson out. and Cousins, and this situation's not going to change for a couple of years like everybody's expected it. So, yeah, I'm good with it. Good stuff. Okay, let's go to this one here. Lou Wayne had an inbox offer. It's a 10-team, 2QB, start nine. Get Garrett Wilson for Rashi Rice and a late 24 first. Yes. Another, another trade is to get Alave for a mid to early 24 first and Josh Downs. Also, okay. yes. It's a 2QB. So 2QB, but it's a 10 team. What, what do you think here, Scott? Garrett Wilson or Rashi Rice in a late 24 first? Uh, I'd prefer the Garrett Wilson one. Yeah, they give me. I'd rather do that one over the Alave deal. Mm. Would you Would you do that? Would you give Downs in a early to mid twenty four first for Alave right now, given what you're seeing and and his market? Well, let me let's do some deductive reasoning here, Shane. Who do you like better, Rasheed Rice or Josh Specialty. Downs? Um, I mean, production wise, I probably should just say Josh Downs because that dude's actually been producing all year and i don't want it not just from a, a targets per route run perspective either by like actually scoring fantasy points which pretty useful um long term i i don't know i downs i like downs over rice i like rice but i, I like downs over rice okay so there you go downs has won that uh what do you prefer an early first or a late first i like <laughs> early firsts more better yeah. and who do you like better garrett wilson or chris alave Okay. Now <laughs> I, I, I was hoping you say they're about the same. Cause I go, well, you just voted for all three on one side of the deal. So yeah, yeah give me the Garrett Wilson side over the Alave side on this one. I'd make, both that first trade. make both deals. Get them both. Get them both. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess even Although the, I don't want to move Josh Downs to find a way to move someone else besides Josh Downs. I do like Josh Downs and I um, liked them before uh, the mainstream media. Uh, like them, I'd like to point. Yeah, that, but that's besides. Were, were you following him at Carolina? Uh, I was following him before that, actually. <laughs> Red Red Eye Jetty Scott uh, put this one up here. What are you adding to AJ Brown to get Justin Jefferson? It's a twelve team start eleven super flex. This is for Shane. Uh, I'm not. You're getting, not. You're not adding, are you? Right. I'm now? not adding enough to to get it done. That's for sure. Especially <laughs> start eleven. I mean, it's start 11. You know what I mean? Like if it was start nine, I can be like, would you add a second, a second? Yes. Second. Yes. 26 first. Shane. I don't know. No, (laughs) no. Jefferson's not a first better than AJ Brown. Now maybe I'm a little biased again, because AJ Brown's an evil and he's also setting records out there, but AJ Brown looks like one of the top three wide receivers in all football fantasy or otherwise. And he's not even scoring that many touchdowns. If his touchdowns actually pick up, good Lord, watch out. Well, Shane can testify to this because recovering really true through put in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, his downs are roster clogger. You kind of look at it. Downs is better than Michael Pittman. He's right there. He's, in he's, terms of we assume one versus the other, yet you look and they're very, they're very similar. And one is a free agent. And I said this in the Discord chat earlier. There has not been a word about the Colts extending Michael Pittman. Not a yeah. word. Mm-hmm. And now he comes of- out today and he's upset with his, his usage and his targets. As he should be. So, something to monitor. 
Something to monitor. Okay, let's go to this one right here from Robert. One of three, thank you for the super chat. I've been talking to Shane in Discord about this damn league that won't trade any running backs, not even Deonta Foreman two weeks ago. I've exhausted all options for running back trades. I have an inbox offer of Mahomes for Stroud, Brees, and Chuba Hubbard. Can't bring myself to accept it. 12 teams, start eight. Mahomes, Burrow, wide receivers, Chase Jefferson, Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, Nico, Gabe Davis, running backs, Barkley, James Conner, Miles Kanders, Kareem Hunt, Zeke, and Giuseppe DiMicardo. <laughs> Sorry. Let's move on to the next one. Goddard and Waller. I could possibly send Keenan for Kamara. Not sure about that, even if you would. Talk me off the ledge or push me over with the Mahomes deal. Six and one currently, no picks of value. And he said, just as an additional note, I couldn't even get Jalen Warren from a one and six team. Okay, so the original trade is Mahomes for Stroud, Brees, and Chuba Hubbard. 12 team start eight. So two things. One, if you're doing a shallow league trade like this where you're breaking up one elite piece for two pieces, both pieces have to fit in your lineup. And you would agree both of those pieces fit in the lineup. So you've actually checked that box. Mm -hmm. So this is one of the few forms of a deal where I'm moving Mahomes that I would deem to be acceptable, right? I'm not getting a late first and another throw in running back and Stroud. You know, I'm not getting four pieces for one. I'm getting two, two pieces that fit in my lineup. The second thing is I was immediately thinking, okay, the league refuses to move off running backs. You have one in six teams that won't trade running backs. But then I, I see it's a start eight. Yeah. So it's a start eight. So of course, probably the running backs you're trying to get everybody wants are, them are typically going to be, you have a higher standard of what you would accept than what Scott accepts in his 12 team start 12. I'm going, Hey, is that guy going to be alive on Sunday? Sure. I'll start him. <laughs> you know, whereas here you're going, okay. Here, Miles Ken Sanders Walker costs yeah. three first. <laughs> right. He, and here, Miles Sanders, James Connor, Kareem hunt. Those aren't good enough, right? You're going, I need better than that. I need, mm -hmm. 15 touches, but I need like good quality. Like I need a guy that can give me 20 points. So yep. I'm, I'm inclined here to only consider the deal because of those two factors. One, I'm getting two starters. I'm not getting a starter. And then, uh, you know, a Najee Harris or someone like that, where it's like, damn, that guy might be bad enough that he doesn't even fit in my lineup. Right. And then it's just a bet on Stroud. So I think if you say, no, I can't bring myself to give up Mahomes, I totally get that. He's been the best dynasty asset for three years. But if you did it, this is what the deal has to look like. So you have to consider, you may never get another deal where you get the perfect two-for-one where I'm still getting two top 15, top 20 players for mm -hmm. Mahomes. This is the one shot at the apple. And if you say no, then you're going to have to accept you're going to live in the, the trash can running back range probably forever in this league. Yeah, one of the questions in there was, uh, should he trade Keenan Allen for Camara? If that was even, you know, if the league mate was open to trading away Camara for that. Man. And in, in, on the surface, I would say I'm fine with it because it's an old running back for an old receiver and vice versa. Mm -hmm. They're short term with both, but. Can I get by by just playing Keenan Allen? And because Keenan Allen's probably going to outscore Camara. Both are healthy. He's going to probably outscore Kamara. So can I fill in the running back spot, which is junk, and get by that way? 
I'm good with it though. If that's your best access to a running back, sure. Yeah, that, that that's the thing is. <laughs> Are you muted? Did he go like robot and then fade out? <laughs> Something like that. He was muted before. He's talking. Hi, you Shane. Mute me, me. Stop muting me. Um, <laughs> no one's muting you. You muted me like 13 <laughs> times. Said the host is mute at you. I don't appreciate it. I'm going to watch baseball. Um, it was not me. <laughs> it was definitely me, but the problem I mean, was it wasn't like on off. It was like mad laggy. <laughs> simple, simple way to... The, the, the simple way to look at this is like Kamara plus the running back. Is that greater than or Kamara versus plus mm-hmm. the wide receiver that be filling in for Allen versus Allen and whatever trash can running back you have going out there. And it sounds like his running backs from when I've talked to him to before, his running backs are really bad. Somehow he's gotten like no, he's, he hasn't hit on any of the 87 useful running backs that have appeared this year. Let's go to Justin super chat here. Thank you very much. Part one of two 12 team start 10 super flex hurts Deshaun Watson, Ford Pacheco, Swift, Alave, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Hollywood, Rashi Rice, Stevenson, classic waivers and trash. Part two is uh, three and four, no first or seconds. Okay, three and four, no first or second next year or the year after. All my losses could have been one if I had started random bench players that went off. What to do? 12 teams start 10 super flex. Scott? Man, this one's in a tough spot because you got Watson down, you got Ford down. Who the hell knows with Alave? Hopefully he just comes back and he's good. But it just feels like a team that probably deserves to be three and four. But I can also see where he's probably had bench players outperform guys like, you know, Stevenson and Watson on certain Mm -hmm. weeks where you're like, damn, if I would have just started Josh Dobbs instead of Watson, I would have won, you know, like that kind of thing. Kind of feels like one of those you got to pick a lane if you don't feel. I think losing Watson, if he's missing a couple games, I, I think this team's going to struggle to get back into it, especially with Ford out. I think this might be one where I go, all right, Ramondre. Here's what I would do. Ramondre, Pacheco, or Swift. Probably one of those at least has to go. Maybe two. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If I still stay in contention because Alave, St. Brown, Hollywood, Jalen Hurts, Rasheed Rice, anything else I throw in there, keeps me afloat because you'll be surprised sometimes if i have teams like this i will sell one of the running backs and people will go oh you sold deandre swift that means you're not contending anymore no it just means i'm now sliding in daryl henderson into the lineup and if Mm -hmm. he sucks he sucks my team's already going in the direction that's expecting him to suck but what if he doesn't what if he hits on 18 points probably the same as swift right and i netted a first for swift or whatever i can get for him so i think you got to kind of get rid of some of the risk, but don't give up on contending because you may sneak into the playoffs and you never know. What's the Delta yeah, between a- Deandre Swift and Jordan Addison right now? Do you think, I mean, would Pacheco and, and Swift get you, get you Jordan Addison potentially from someone, if they need a running back and would you do that move? Would I sell Pacheco and Swift for Jordan mm-hmm. Addison in an absolute heartbeat? I would, um, would people buy that? Yeah, because not everyone feels the way about running backs that we do. You know, there, there's people in this world that actually like them. Um, Yo, you're you're on them. the funniest yeah. lag. You're on the funniest lag ever. Like a few yeah. seconds off, and then it rewinds you like quick. <laughs> I know that's why I keep laughing because literally you said the word swift, and I didn't see you mouth swift for like five seconds. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, it's gonna be one of those nights. Shane's watching. Uh, yeah, Game Seven, obviously. And uh, let's see here. Justin said, "Go Birds." That's not the Phillies, but go Birds. So he's he's rooting for what Shane's rooting for right now. To to the point on what Shane just said with Pacheco and Swift, though. Mm-hmm. Does anyone feel like in a lot of your leagues out there, you're just not seeing guys like Swift or? And Shane must have just said he was going to try to reboot. Oh, okay. Have you noticed, Clay, though, that you're not seeing guys like Swift or Pacheco? Like, is anyone trading for those guys? No. Doesn't it feel like if you have them, you're just like, cool, I probably bled my running back room down to just starting these guys, and I've been really fortunate. But as soon as somebody says they'll buy them, here, I'll give you a second for Pacheco. At what point do you go, okay, I'm just not going to take it? Just feels like those types do not move unless they're in a bigger deal. Yeah, no, it's it's funny you say that because where I have them too, like the teams that I have them, I, I have like no interest in moving them. They're they're mm-hmm. doing exactly what they were supposed to do. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're filling they're filling that need on the roster. What's up? Shannon? I'm trying to trade them everywhere. I don't, this is me. Like I was trying to trade Kyron Williams in every league, whether I needed him or not. Like I'm trying to trade DeAndre Hopkins for second round picks in every league. What? Did Shane just get really loud? Yeah, you're louder this time. <laughs> you, you came back and you have this boom, this power, this girth behind your voice. I'm trying to gain some respect from the room for once. <laughs> Let's go to Ray Romano here. Thank you for the super chat. 10 team super flex PPR start 10. Joe Burrow, T-Law, Watson, zero RB. Wide receivers, Alave, JSN, QJ, Kincaid, 424 first. One is projected the 101. One is possibly the one or 102 or 103. And then two of them are late. Moves to make. League doesn't value QBs. Still go for Caleb and Drake. Obviously, I'll take Harrison if it's 102, but could very well end up 103. Okay, so what are you doing with this team? 10 team Superflex, start 10. Scott, you want to go first? So everybody doesn't love QBs in this league, huh? Right. Sounds like. Notice the right. pun off of Ray Romano. Everybody loves Raymond. Just want to make sure you got it. <laughs> oh, man. So you're one of those where it's a 10-teamer, so immediately I can see how you ended up with the QB room like this. I'm not really touching the QB room, honestly. Like, who can you move yeah. here? You can't get what you want for Watson. And you've already got the projected, what, top two of the top three picks, the way that I read it. He's got the 101 and then maybe the Mm -hmm. 102 and 103 plus two late first. So you're going to have four top 10 picks. Are you crazy to pass on Caleb at 101 if he's there? Because it's in a 10-teamer, wouldn't you lean towards not taking the QB anyway, no matter how good it is, unless the value is just, he can fetch me any player in the league, so I'll take him. But aside from that, I'm okay passing on him if that's the plan, especially if you know the league doesn't doesn't value QBs. As soon as you have Caleb, it's like, uh, good luck with them. Yeah, the league doesn't value QBs. What do they value then? And how can you uh, how can you work with that? Scott or Shane, what do you think here, man? I mean, you're gonna be you're not gonna be able to move T Law or Watson, right? Because no one values quarterbacks in your league as it is. So I guess I'm trying to get down to 102, 103. That like I don't want the 101 at that point. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make the Caleb pick and then be stuck with them in the position where I can't move them. Just I just like, think you take Marv in a 10 team. I think you can justify well, yeah. just not even taking Caleb 101. Let, well, that, let, yeah. let the 102 rather, person have him. I, I'd rather let someone move up and give me a little bit of something 
so that I can take the one, take Marv at the one hundred two. Then they go Marv at one hundred one. Then what? Well, then, then, then I punch them in their balls. Now you feel horrible because now you have five cucumbers. Then I dick punched them and uh, or vagina punched them. I don't want to be sexist. Um, Thank you. Um, Recovered. I I, I would try to make sure it's a team that needs a quarterback. That there's no way that they're going Harrison. Mm. Yeah, that would suck. That would definitely suck. Okay. I was just gonna say, I think in a ten teamer, you could just you just take just the play go Marv, yeah. Because they I may mean, go, wow, your best QB is Geno Smith, and they still don't take a QB. They just yeah. take a nod QB because yeah. they just have don't have a strategy, and it backfires because you assume they have a strategy and they don't. Yeah, that's true. They just start the draft, just smash Marv, and then just mic drop it and go away. <laughs> Come back and see what happened. Okay, let's go to. Football kid, 54-22. This is Star because this got in early too. Rebuilding Superflex and don't have backups, but want to know what's each player worth. Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, Geno Smith, Amari Cooper. Start with Derrick Henry. Are if you're if you're a contender, are you willing to give your what you hope is going to be the 111 for Derrick Henry? No. I mean, to answer his question directly, if he has his own draft pick, those first two, Derrick Henry or Aaron Jones, are worth what you can get for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're yeah, both on their going. last legs. They're both on their last legs. So saying I'm going to hold out for a first, especially if you have your own pick and it helps you rebuild, rebuild a little bit better. Yeah, I'm taking. I'm just putting them out there, saying they're they're getting moved in the next ten days. Hopefully, they survive that long. Would you take? Would you sell Derrick Henry for two seconds, Scott? If you're rebuilding, no problem. Yes. Yes. Aaron yes. Jones, one second. It's getting there. You yeah. ain't getting a second for Aaron Jones. I'd buy for a single second. I'd never pay a. I'd never pay a penny more. So if mm-hmm. that's someone's offering it to me, you, do you really have a choice? Yeah. And Geno not, Smith, not, Amari Cooper. A second for him. Would you pay a second for Amari Cooper? I'd Wait, pay a second re- for re- rebuilding. Yeah. So yeah, this person is going to sell Amari Cooper for a second. Would you pay that if you're on the other? I'd end? I'd pay a second I, for Cooper. I'd pay a second for Geno Smith. I'm I'm okay moving those guys on a little bit more of a contingency. Like, hey, this is generally my price. But a guy like Derrick Henry, I mean, maybe you wait if he gets traded. There's excitement, but if he doesn't get traded, is there any excitement the rest of the year? <laughs> no. Nope. Just excited for cold weather. Derek Henry, Eric, or Eric, Andrew has a, uh, has a super chat for us. Quick one here. Regretting not buying JSN slash Kincaid low thoughts. So let's start with JSN. He had a game. Shane, could you have even bought these guys low though? Was there a such thing? Yeah, that's the thing that I wasn't, no one was trading JSN low. Like if you drafted JSN in your rookie draft, you weren't moving them. Cause like, what were you going to sell them for? Second? Screw you. I'm not giving you that. Quentin Johnston? Well, no, I don't want him. Like what was the low? Like this feels like, like. Was anybody re-rolling on, was anyone re-rolling on JSN? Like just selling him for a random late first. I turned that down. I turned that down. I got, I got offers for a late first straight up for JSN. And I was like, nah, I'll just pass on that. that. Look, that, that, this is like married guys regretting that they didn't, you know, that they're not single because of how much fun they could have when they're single and then they're single and they don't do anything except play with their hands. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like there's nothing you could have done. So don't worry about it. Like, 
I, you could have made offers, sure, but nobody was going to flip them to you. Kincaid wasn't going to get dealt. So much he had so much steam, and JSN was the wide receiver one of the class. And then it's not like you looked at his peripherals, and it's not like he was particularly bad. Like he had fine targets mm-hmm. per out run, you know what I mean? Things like that. His biggest concern was he's not getting enough snaps because of DK Metcalf and uh, Tyler Lockett. Thoughts here, Scott? No. Well, I mean, this is a whole other show. We're not going to tackle it here, mm-hmm. but I think the narrative about buying buying low or selling high is pretty much gone in today's dynasty game. At least if you're talking to a lot of people, like if you're in leagues with people that are listening to this stream, for instance. Nobody was panic selling on JSN unless the person buying him from you was buying him at a convicted price that bought out the bias that you already had when you drafted him. Like if someone would have said, all right, I'm currently the seventh place team in my league and I'll offer you my 106 right now. So my mm-hmm. next year's first and my second for your JSN. Okay. I would have looked at a deal like that. But when the person that's in third place goes, I'll give you my first. You're, you're not buying out the bias that I already have, the sunk cost fallacy that mm-hmm. I have when I drafted him at 105 or 106. Like, that's how you buy low. Buying low is I just bought him for somebody at the same cost that they cost mm-hmm. a month ago, and that's just not happening, and it's the same with selling high. Look, if you want to buy low on a player, like here's a player you could buy low on, Sky Moore, and uh, that's usually what you buy when you buy low is players right. like that that aren't very good. Um, and and so who's going to sell high on Jordan Addison after this week? Yeah, Is go anybody going to offer you a top four pick next year for Jordan Addison? No. no. So you get offered, what, 107, 108, which right. is where he was going. So, so it's so gonna, Yeah, exactly. And I hope that I draft someone that produces like he has so far in his rookie year. Right. Yeah, you're going to get an offer like Rashi Rice in a, in a late 24 first for Addison. And make I don't even know if you second. get that. You don't even well, think you'll get that late, huh? late, maybe. Yeah. Late. Like someone mm-hmm. out. Yes. Yeah, someone's like, Hey, I got the one Oh nine. Here you go. And you're like, I'm taking a loss on that. Like even with getting mm-hmm. Rashi Rice back. Let's go to chases here. Thank you for the super chat. He said, Puka's exploding. Even with cup involved, Ray mentioned Monday morning that he'd take Puka over Alave, Waddle, Devonte Smith and others. What players are you offering or not offering for Puka one for one? So where are you at, Shane, Waddle, or Puka? Uh, hmm. It's interesting because Puka keeps producing and Waddle keeps not uh, with no obvious cause other than um, he's just not. Uh, I think I go Puka. You go Puka, Puka? What about you, Scott? Puka. Puka or Waddle? You're on the clock in a startup. You can't trade the pick. You have to choose one of those two. I mean, I've, I've been a, a detractor of Waddle just because he really hasn't had the peripherals for a year and a half now that support where his value has been. But part of me also says it's Jalen Waddle, so there's a better chance I find a fish on the hook at some point that I can get a deal done that's equal or better if I have Jalen Waddle. So that one's, a tough for, that one's a tough one for me, especially if he goes out and has a game or two at some point. Like All it's going to take is a, a nine for 102 touchdown game. Mm. I know Dwayne McFarland's talked about for the last four weeks, the Waddle blow-up game is coming. It's it's inevitable on an offense like this. There's going to be one game where it's like a couple breaks go his way, puts up 35 points. All of a sudden, the market will be right back in because they're going to see the offense he's attached to. I I'm I want to hear Shane's thing, thoughts on Alave versus Puka. He's attached to a, a fire offense right now with a quarterback that 
well, when he plays bad defenses or uh, non-winning teams, is an absolute Hall of Fame level quarterback. When he plays good defenses, he is uh, less than 15 points a game um, mm-hmm. for whatever that's worth. Um, but I mean, in general, that offense is straight fire. If you can't produce there, like what situation is going to be better than that? He's not out producing Puka now. So I'm taking Puka. I'm taking Olave. Come on. Olave said, Olave. <laughs> yeah, Olave said literally three bad games and people are ready to throw him out with the bathwater. I think that's the same. So, so let's, let's look at it from this angle though. So everybody was, uh, okay. Cooper cups coming back. Let's see what Puka's going to do. Puka obviously has, has a game. Is that now completely out of everybody's fear? It seems like, right. Everybody's oh, okay. Puka, Puka's good to go. Now we don't have to worry about that. And everybody thinks cup is in bad shape. What do you think about, what do you think about cup? I mean, he's still going to get his right. It's like, he's, he's arguably so by low right now with people's attitudes. So cups had two games with 19 fantasy points since he's come back. Puka's had two games with 20. I think they're both. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. They're, they're, they're hoovering 72% of all available targets. Uh, I don't know what the air yard percentage is, but I'm going to just make up a number and say, they're probably taking 130% of all the air yards. Like they're, they're fine because they're, they're funneling those passes to just those two. It's everyone else on the team. It's like, oh, sorry for you guys. Um, so, yeah, I, I would think all those concerns about Puka are out of people's minds since they've had three games back together and Puka's put up 20 points in two of them. I've got a tough call to make in the squirt league, honestly, with a uh, with an inbox trade that I have right now. But go ahead, Scott. No, I was just going to say. I'll say this, Clay. In, in the squirt league, you need to make moves. you got to make big moves. You are 200 points behind me. You're the second place team, I believe, right? But it's not particularly close. You guys need to make like big boy moves or big woman moves in MJ's uh, particular <laughs> instance um, to, to make some hay because you guys got to make up some. Every week, I'm just putting up new high scores. It's ridiculous. You guys got to make big moves. I'm just you, saying. You that. are smashing that league. No, I'm in yeah. like like fourth or something maybe. But uh... oh, you got no shot. Don't waste your capital. You're trying to get Keenan Allen off of me, and I forget what trash offers. You oh, I can't start out there. Now. I'm sorry, he won't make my starting lineup. Right <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay, let's go to another one here from Professor Charlie T. Scott, we'll start with you on this one. Thank you, Charlie. Uh, talk me off the ledge is the hashtag for this one. He said, Dynasty Daddy says, I'm number two. Got Allen Watson, Anthony Richardson, Garrett Wilson, Alave, Devontae Smith, Flowers, DK, Mandrews, Henry, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But the number one, this clown has Mahomes, Hertz, Bijan, Eckler, JT, Jefferson, Cup, Hill, AJ Brown, with two hundred points for more than anyone else. Um, and then he's got me and some emoji action. Part two is a 10 team start nine, super flex, and fourth at four and three. That's pretty decent, Charlie, constructing that question there. So this is his stack team. And um, yeah, he's just did, did he have a question like what what like a trade question? Talk no, I think it's ledge. he's just yeah. just talk through where he's at. Okay. Knock him off the ledge. I mean, go down his roster. He's run cold with Watson, Richardson, the situation for mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson, the situation for Chris Olave, Devontae Smith. I mean, he's run pretty cold. Derrick Henry's not. Remember, he made a big trade on this team, I believe, for Derrick Henry in the preseason. Hasn't mm-hmm. worked out. 
Right. So I mean, really the only guys on his team that have pretty much worked out as expected is probably Andrews, Andrews relative to the tight ends and Josh Allen and his receivers have been okay. I mean, flower, I mean, his receivers are not what's, what's hurting him here. It's the second QB and I'm guessing it's the running back room. If all he has is Derrick Henry, he's getting crushed by the Eckler JT Bijan team and value wise. You're not even in the same stratosphere. So if those guys wanted to get moved, you know, Bijan gets hurt or, you know, Eckler's not performing. Like you could probably go out and switch those guys out. So is this crazy to say that he's probably not catching this team that's in first? It's going to be tough to beat Tyreek Jefferson when he comes back. Yeah. Bijan hurts. I mean, he's probably not catching him. So assuming you have the humility to go, hey, it didn't work. It's a shallow league. Shane, what does he do? Or are you pot committed at this point? And are you scrambling to move Richardson, Watson, DK Mech? I mean, what are you doing here? Because he's clearly four pieces behind the first place team. And I don't really think that team's trading with him, I'm guessing. So what do you do? What's the question? He's still, he's he's sitting at two. What do you want him to do? He, he's in fourth look, place. He's four and three, mm-hmm. and he's got down a QB. So he only has one QB now. Watson's now out. He's down to one games. QB with Watson. And just just some so there's some clarity on that that Schefter mm-hmm. tweet. That Schefter tweet didn't specify if this strain is from the time he got injured, from Sunday, from when he was at Houston. Well, Literally, let's no assume even so. if he plays, he's going to play, and he's not going to be a hundred percent. So now mm-hmm. we're down to I'm starting an inferior. And again, we get into a point where you got to start looking at your matchups, right? There's a team well, that has so Mahomes he, okay, and Hurts. So he so he does want to sell off players, though, right? Um, are you selling off Alave, Devonta Smith right now, based off of what they've done? Are you selling them at a loss? Are you going to sell DK? DK for whatever, random first if you can get it. Wilson, you're probably still selling at a loss. We already know, even if Watson was playing right now, you'd be playing um, selling at a loss. So selling off assets, I get that. Like, you know, when it, you, you want to sell off assets because you think you're losing out. But what are you getting in return? If I'm just getting lesser assets, then no, I'm not looking just to move people, just to move them. Maybe you sell uh, some of your pieces to the third place team or wh- whoever still thinks that they can go against and and, and compete with this with this number one squad. So, that's, what, that's what I would I'll tell do. you, yeah, like someone like DK, you go to the eight seed seven seed you go dk for your first mm-hmm. um especially if you can see that they, they they're they're really lucky to even be there but you mm-hmm. know you always hedge on those guys in the middle or girls in the middle of the, the the standings that are you know could just crater out i'm gonna put clay's feet to the fire on this clay if you're selling to the second or third place team what do you want you don't really want their picks do you yeah don't, don't want their picks i want whatever uh, young wide receivers they have on their on their bench that they're not playing right now, and they don't need them to to be QJ. Flights. Ugh, gross. See the thing. The thing is, if they have like Jordan Addison or JSN, they're, they're, not, they're not, trading not trading them for them. DK Metcalf. I know, you know, I know what I mean? That's yeah. that's the thing. Is what does that trade look like in terms of going to the second, third, fourth are, place teams? Are you willing to add your first? And I don't know if Charlie has his own picks. I, I think he may have traded them away in this league. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. But would you be willing to add to get rid of your DK or your Derrick Henry and your first to get a more insulated piece and make another run at it next year? Especially knowing there's a team with Hertz, Mahomes, Bijan, Jefferson. Like that team's going to be a monster. Even next year, they're going to have wow. four of the top eight players in Dynasty. Like you're, you're not going to defeat that team in one year. 
So isn't the only way to really do it is to start re-insulating some of the spots that you have? Because maybe yeah. next year, the Garrett Wilson, Alave, Flowers, Andrews, Allen, Richardson, maybe that's the team that's smashing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you add a Brandon Ayuk or someone to it where you go, okay, I feel better about their trajectory going forward. Isn't that the way to do it? You kind of got to get creative, don't you? You can't just sell guys for picks because what are picks going to do against the team that has five of the top 10 players? Yeah, no, good point. Good point. Uh, Thank you for that super chat, Charlie. This from Trevor uh, last night as well. Uh, 12 team, one QB start eight tanking this season, two and five and in last place. Notable players, Kyler Love at QB. Running back Spears, Warren, Roshan, looks like ours. Wide receivers, JSN, Zay, London, tight end, Pitts, and Musgrave. Traded away Bijan for a 24 and 25 first and 24 third. All projected mid. I'm not loving the deal. Was it too little? Anyone else I should try to sell? I have six firsts and five seconds over the next two years. So put his notable players back up on the screen. Kyler Love, and then he has just you know backup running backs, and then a decent decent wide receiver core. What do you think here? Trade away Bijan for a twenty four first, twenty five first, and a twenty four third. Do you think that's uh, that's low? Twelve well, team, not- one QB start eight. In a one QB, it's probably a little low. But to be fair, this is not a team that's ready for Bijan. Mm-hmm. And you're tanking. So you're essentially wasting one of his prime seasons. Uh, Now, unless somebody else would have paid you more for him and you just missed out on the opportunity cost, then yeah. But this was a team where you were kind of going, all right, do I take 80% and get flexibility for Bijan or do I just let him sit there for a year? And hopefully next year, I mean, is this Mm -hmm. team even ready to compete next year? Honestly, you know, one QB start eight. Do do we have any hammers here that are going to help us compete next year? So it's like... I don't know. Start eight, it's tough to trade Bijan away, but I'm not going to beat myself up over. It was a tough mm-hmm. spot to even have him in the first place. Yeah, I look, I, I would have rather held on to him. It, it feels like you, you can buy picks easy in this league, hence the fact that he mm-hmm. has uh, six of them. I don't know that you can actually bundle those picks to do anything with. So you're just going to be taking a lot of shots with those picks because it's one thing if you go, all right, well, now I'm going to use four of these picks to go get two starting, like pretty good running backs, you know, two top 10 running backs. I'm going to use four of these picks. Now I go, all right, well, that's not bad out of the six, but I don't know if he's going to be able to do that in this league. It doesn't seem like it. Mm-hmm. Let's address the crowd here. We're 57 minutes in. We have 320 people with us. Thanks so much for joining. 320 eyeballs. We have two loves, one from Dad and one from Austin Grubbs over on the uh, on the Facebook machine. Thank you for joining us. Hit that like if you'd be so kind. Um, oh, and we also have a Patreon. Join our Patreon like some awesome uh, cats have already in there. Our hammers and our squirters, right, Shane? Squirters. Um, live AMAs with Shane and Scott on Saturday nights. We have a Monday morning drive with Shane and Scott in the mornings. Discounted roster reviews. Awesome group over there on the Discord. So support the channel. Join the conversation. Go to patreon.com all gas slash all gas. Or you can go to dynastytradesin5.com and you can see our Patreon there on the left side along with roster reviews and all that good stuff. So enough for that plug. We'll move on. What's up, buddy? I was just going to add this. Uh, We just added the, if you join 
the trades in five tier on the Patreon, you will get access to a podcast feed that has all of the extra content in podcast form. Uh, and we just signed a tentative, I don't want to say signed, but we're going to be adding another trade show within the discord mm-hmm. uh, that will be kicking off here very shortly. And it will tie into the roster reviewers as well. So not haven't finalized the details, but there's going to be an additional trade show. There's going to be additional trade content in there. So if you like this and you always want more trades in five content, you're going to get more of it on that private pod feed. If you join the trades in five tier in the discord. So still a work in progress, but good stuff. Yeah. yeah and also if you like jumping in my, my, my uh, DMS, we'll, join our patron because that that's where i prefer to hang out and uh, obviously i'm going to respond to the folks in the discord much quicker than i am the randos jumping in my dms thank you <laughs> how are the phillies doing by the way uh, two to one man on second uh nerve-wracking man yeah you're gonna be all right no no look kind of sweaty scott yeah. keeps going in and out <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Diamondbacks. That's right. That's right. I was like, why is he doing that? It's because of the Diamondbacks. Because he's a like Cleveland that. Guardians fan, and they haven't won a World Series since. Do you even know me? I don't know. I don't know. Are you like the Reds? I'm not Cleveland other... Guardians <laughs> fan. <laughs> you like the Reds? You Cincinnati Reds guy? I hate, every... I hate everything Cleveland. Oh, everything. Enough. Let's go to Bailey Tomblin Super Chat. Thank you very much. 16 teams start eight PPR with a 0.2 point per carry. Uh, one, it is a 2.0 for tight ends. Tua Hurts, Dobbs, Ken Walker, James Cook, Kamara, T. Higgins, Devontae Smith, McLaurin, Ayuk, Wandale, Andrews at tight end. Uh, sent Pitts, London, and Michael Mayer got Andrews, Ayuk, and a 25 second. I didn't see a second parter, so I'm just assuming that's all of it right there. What do you think about that trade? Gave Pitts, London, Michael Mayer got Mark Andrews, Ayuk, and a 25 second. It's start eight. 16 teamer, though, Shane. That's a big yeah, boy yeah. deal. I got two. Yeah. I got Andrews and Ayuk. I kind of like that. And a start eight. Got Andrews and Ayuk. He gave up Pitts, London, and Michael Mayer. Your body is a wonderland. I'm okay with that. Yeah, no, look, I prefer Ayuk over London straight up. I take Andrews over Pitts straight up. And though his body is a wonderland, I don't know that Michael Myers makes up the difference there. <laughs> yeah, no, I like it. I like it. I like the Andrews uh, Ayuk side for sure. Absolutely. Good job. You did good. Yeah, thanks for that. Bro. It's a strike, brah. Yeah, 16 teams start eight. So what does that work out to, Shane? 12 teams start 16 times eight. Uh, well, eight times six is 48. And then four times eight is 200. So I don't know, like 232 starters, something like that. My math might be a little off. <laughs> Let's go to Mystic Flame here. Scott, we'll start with you. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, 12 team dynasty super flex start 11 inbox offer. Bijan for my Devonte Smith have 324 first, but still might make a playoff. Might make the playoffs. Sold all my running backs. The two of two QBs are Hertz, T Law, Kyler, Bryce. Running backs are Algier, Charbonnet, Kendra Miller, Demarcado, Henderson. Wide receivers: Devonte Smith, Addison, JSN, Downs, Dio, John, Dotson, Tutu, and Reed. Flip Bijan and a piece for a better wide receiver. 
So what is this though? It's a, yeah. Inbox offer Bijan for my Devante Smith. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Especially this is a gutted running back team where you're, you're not selling high on Devante Smith, you know, like you're, you're buying a, a struggling player or at least had one bad game and has been a little flat for another receiver that not a difference maker. I know I like Devonte Smith, but not mm-hmm. a difference maker. So I, I'm, I'm doing this trade, especially the context of my roster. And yeah, what two weeks from now, when who the hell knows what happens in the NFL, who has a better shot to get me into a tier with a better player? It's probably Bijan, right? Bijan. Yeah. You're doing that all day. Shane, do you have any, any digression to that trade? Or is that just a smash? You get Bijan for Devonte Smith. Are you even considering anything else? No. Smashing it? Yeah. Why would you not? Because Shane hates running backs. I just had to make sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, look, I hate running backs, but I, then I can just flip Bijan for something more than Devonta Smith. I sold Bijan for Puka and a projected mid 24 first. I was pretty pumped about that. Right. And that's, oh, that's, oh, that's, what it, that's, that's at least what you should get back. Like mm-hmm. Devonta Smith. I like Devonta Smith. He's not enough though. You accept that. And then you wait 24 hours and then you send Bijan back and you ask for Devonta Smith in a first. <laughs> first yeah. Yeah. <laughs> from the same manager yeah i did that trade like right before the game uh on sunday too and and the guy was like well, did you know something mr baby <laughs> like because he did, just wasn't getting the ball what running back did you throw in instead Shane or uh clay i uh no so i sent Bijan and got puka and a 24 first mid. right now what what running back did you throw in instead of Bijan? Oh, oh, it's it's a start one running back too, and I already had like, well, I guess Mixon was on by, but yeah, whoever I whoever I put in there outscored Bijan Robinson. Let's say that, yeah, well, yeah, but that I just wanted our, to illustrate the hidden value of a deal like that is like you're like, damn, I can't squeeze Deontay Foreman into my lineup this week, and then you oh, get the yeah, deal done, yeah, right, and then you right. throw him in, and you go, man, that's you tripled your value by just getting that one spot start that you would have never played over Bijan to begin with. Uh, Javante Williams, 15 for 82. Yeah. So yeah, that'll he, work. That'll work. Yeah. yeah. All right. Brian, Brian Cromwell. It's been a minute, man. Happy hammers to you. Yep. yep. Put the hammer up there. Uh, let's do actually. Yeah. Let's uh, do a hashtag like giveaway thing here. Speaking of hammers, I feel like giving away a hammer hat. Oh, and I'll announce this right now. If you join our Patreon, and you DM a screenshot showing that you joined to Shane at Shane is the worst on Twitter, or you can just come into the discord and say, Hey, I'm new here. Where's my uh, free this Um, send, send Shane a screenshot showing that you joined and we'll send you a free piece of merch. So a free hat shirt, it's hoodie weather, but let's give out a hoodie right now. So I'm going to start a giveaway tool. It's going to be, Hashtag hammer. Hashtag add a screenshot that you just joined the patron. That's what it is. <laughs> Hashtag hammer in all lowercase. And we're gonna give out a uh we're gonna give out a hoodie. Okay, Stacy, you breathe. Make sure I get this in here. All right, I'm starting to collect the comments. We've got three in there. Okay, let's keep moving. So let's go to Benjamin Goff. Thank you for the super chat. 12 team PPR super flex. Start 10, Hertz, Stafford, Minshew, Ramondre, Tajay Spears, Ayuk, Zay, Christian Watson, Pitts, McBride, 424 first, 
two top three and two are mid uh two and five with my own first no seconds what moves okay man two what and five we are super flex does he say anything about how the draft picks are determined or is this one of those where the i'm probably middle of the pack in the potential points because i have hurts i have zay flowers i mean mm-hmm. I, i'm not i'm not absolutely sucking right but i'm two and five so mm. i i think i gotta know those things i gotta know how draft picks are determined because if it's by record i'm probably in pretty good shape right probably in the top four if not top three right now and i probably mm-hmm. can get creative and move guys like stafford Minshew, ramondre you know but zay flower iuk and christian watson especially watson pitts those guys aren't really hurting me I can play him and just wait till next year. Mm-hmm. I got to know those things. If it's potential points or it's all play record or something, and I'm certainly in like fifth or sixth place, but I have a shitty record, then I'm kind of in no man's land. I got to pick a direction. But if it's by record and not potential points, Benjamin, mm-hmm. if you're here, if you can put in the chat how your draft picks are determined. If I have my own first and it's by record and I'm currently sitting at like the 103, I'm doing what I can to get to the bottom and just rebooting with like the four or five core pieces that I have next year. Yep. Okay. We'll see if he, uh, we'll see if he chimes in, in the, in the comments there. Okay. I will, uh, I'll just leave it start just in case let's go over to uh chase. Thank you very much. Inbox offer 12 teams, start 12, super flex tight end premium, uh, 1.75 for tight ends. It's a 0.25 point per carry contender send Justin Jefferson Gibbs and a late 24 first for Amon Ra CD and ETN is the first too much or right value. It's a big trade here. Let's see. That's a lot, man. Break it down, Shane. Jefferson is worth what on the other side, an injured Jefferson on a contending team. Well, I'm on Ross St. Brown. Uh, I know. I know. Amon Ra and ETN or Jefferson. Amon Ra and ETN in that format for sure. And you're contending? PPC, yeah. yep. Start 12. I'll take the two. So yeah. let's say. Then CD for Gibbs in a late 24 first probably isn't that bad. You're giving up a lot here. You're giving up potentially two of the best three assets if you consider Gibbs to be. Yeah, he's eight. a running back, so he's not. But it's point per carry. I so get it's, that. it's still, I mean, I, I, would you say ETN and Gibbs are a wash and I'd still lean Gibbs just because of the name value and the youth that goes with. Yeah. The name? yeah, yeah. ETN strangely hated. Uh, everyone for, hates ETN for some reason. Correct. Yeah. I think you gave up a lot. I think maybe the first is overkill, but desperation that you, you wanted to cash out on some of those pieces. I don't know. Yeah. I like it. All right. I, th- I think it's a, I think it's a good trade. I, I think it's a, I think it's a good trade. I'd be all right with the Amon Ra CD ETN side uh, as a contender, trying to uh, trying to win it. And I guess yeah, ETN I mean, is going to get more carries than than Gibbs. So yeah, he 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 is the the absolute workhorse there. So no doubt about it, he's going to get the work. Um, and at some point, Montgomery's slated to come back. So I can't imagine that Gibbs is going to see another day where he has like seventy percent of the work share. So here's the psychology of this. Clay, if you have Amon Ra, CD, and ETN, I bet you that team's also good. Yeah, true. So if you had those three, would you have gambled on the side you're getting with the pick, Gibbs, and Jefferson? 
Cause I I'm curious cause he says his team's a contender, but I wonder if this team that he just traded with is also like six and one or seven mm-hmm. and zero. And they went, man, the value's too good on my side to pass this up. I'll gamble that I'm giving away the points. But in a month, you could go, damn, I basically got a free first out of this. And I got two of the three best assets in the deal if Gibbs mm-hmm. continues to play well. It yeah. kind of feels like one of those deals where maybe this was between two contenders. And one was scared and one took the risk. And I'm usually the one that wants to be on the risk. And he says they're in eighth or ninth place. So the rest mm-hmm. of their roster must suck if they have ETN and Amon Ra. And they're in ninth. Yeah. So, so in that case, that team who's getting the Jefferson side, that, that seems like a, like the right move for, for that team. It seems like a perfect storm there. Well, two of those three pieces aren't helping them. So they probably can fade yeah. down even further in the draft order right. and get the 102 or 103. And they added Gibbs, Jefferson in the first. So, yeah, good for right. both teams. Okay. Let's go to this one. This was really early on to David Ross, 10 team, one QB, uh, full PPR start 11, 1.5 for tight ends, contending roster discussing this trade. Give Aaron Jones a mid 24 first Mark Andrews, get Josh Jacobs and AJ Brown. Shane, you're getting AJ Brown. I assume that's the side you're taking. Uh, Do you even need to know any of the other details? First, it's only a half point premium for tight ends. Um, yeah, give me AJ Brown. And you got Josh Jacobs. I know Josh Jacobs isn't uh, setting the world on fire, but that kind of happens when you have Brian Horner starting a quarterback and your your head coach is a raging moron, but he's still getting a ton of volume. So he's so he's gonna he's gonna fall in the top five weeks just by accident, just by on pure volume. Yeah, give me Jacobs easily over Aaron Jones. So it's essentially Andrews in a mid-first and a one QB for A.J. Brown. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Assuming I have another tight end, I can just spray and pray with. Benjamin Goff, did we already do this? Yes, I already did that one right there. Oh, and I left it start. Okay, Sean, thank you for the super chat. 12-team start, nine, half PPR, Lamar Watson, Carr, Bijan, JT, Gibbs, Henry, Chubb, Ford. NERB on a 53. Tyreek Hill, Olave Cup, JSN, Burks, Dio John, Godwin, Hop at tight end, Kelsey and Njoku. No picks, 13 and one, trying to make some moves for securing the ship. What kind of offer would you make to upgrade QB without depleting my hammers? Other wide receiver hammers to trade for? Picks? Okay. So going back to this, 12 team start nine, half PPR. Uh, he mentioned the the quarterback position. So what can we do to upgrade there without uh, depleting him of his supply of hammers? So the problem what, is, is you can't, you can't move up from Watson and Carr right now. Nope, you know nope. what, what I'm doing is I'm just trying to buy another QB and just mm-hmm. adding depth and just banking that I'm going to be able to spot start the one that I want to play. I'm not trying to go, Hey, who wants my Deshaun Watson plus something to go get Trevor Lawrence? Cause people are going to go, sure. I want Chris Olave. You know what I mean? Like they're they're not going to actually count that as we talked about this in the beginning of the show. I'm just getting another QB, uh, and then other moves. Why do I have Nick? Why do I have Nick Chubb? Why do I have Traylon Burks? Like those are the guys I just liquidate. Give me seconds. Give me anything I can go use later mm-hmm. when I know I need it. I can get by with what I have for now. But there's there's just no reason to have a guy like. Hell, there's no reason to have Derrick Henry on this roster. There's no reason to have any of those running backs below Gibbs, especially if you're carrying a lot of them, like he says he is on the the running back on a 53 in there. So, yeah, just 
trade from the excess man get flexibility is what's going to win this for you it's not upgrading unless you can just easily go up tier with your depth which i'm guessing he's probably struggling with which is why he put this super chat in there mm-hmm. yeah shane you got team. any you got any names he can go after shane that are hammer upgrades that are not costing the price of a hammer here you have any thoughts I mean, he already has hell a cup, so it, he doesn't want to move Alave. I'm assuming, right? Uh, no, he, he wants want- to move all of his excess: Henry, Chubb, Ford, yeah, yeah. Traylon Burks, Deontay Johnson, David Njoku, DeAndre Hopkins. He wants right. to get rid of those guys for upgrades. Unfortunately, you get what you pay for sometimes, so you can't just throw a bunch of sandwiches in a bag and expect it to be a meal. Like it's just, it's not going to work. You can't give all those things up and expect you're just going to get a good player for them. Like, I don't even, you know what I mean? Like, you're already going to, you're going to send me Burks and, and Joku for what? What do you think I'd accept? Like, what wide receiver would I even let you have? Mm-hmm. Well, so here's, and this is an interesting question that he puts in here because you have, you have no picks, but you have at least a do- half a dozen players on this screen that you're never playing. And are not hammers. So why are they on your roster if you right. can't move them for hammers? You know, why is DeAndre Hopkins on your ham on your list if you're not starting him? You know, like can you go yeah. get Ke- can you go get Keenan Allen? Unless he's on the other contender yeah. in the league. If he's not, there there isn't too much you can pay for a guy like Keenan Allen if he slides into your lineup. Give him Hopkins, give him Chubb, get, give him four players. I don't care. Give him Hopkins, right. Burks, Chubb, and one or two deals, but you're not gonna be able to buy like you're not going and getting a young hammer for all that extra fluff. Like you're mm-hmm. going to have to get creative. Yeah, exactly. Keenan Allen's like the perfect, the perfect target there. Actually he's, he's producing and whoever has Keenan Allen isn't going to pretend like he's worth a ton uh, in terms of what it would cost. Yeah. This one from Jason D this is pretty quick. Josh Downs or Zay flowers, Zay flowers. I imagine we're, we're in unison on. Yep. Yeah. But Josh, Josh Downs is nice, but Zay Flowers over Josh Downs, right? Yes, right, James? yes, yes. yes. Uh, let's move to Tristan uh, Matthews here. Thank you for the super sticker. One of three, 12 teams, start 10, PPR, super flex. Thoughts on Watson? I'm a contender stuck with him as my QB2 without another option. How much are you willing to pay to upgrade? Is Watson plus Higgins for Lamar too much? Should I just hold him and try... Bijan for Lamar? Bro, I'm tell you right now, as someone that has Lamar in a bunch of leagues and someone that's also still a very big Watson supporter, if you offered me Higgins and Watson for Lamar, I would laugh at you. Um, I might even LOL at you. Um, I am not making that deal. Um, is Bijan too much for Lamar? Uh no. Lamar, please. You're not gonna get you're not gonna get Lamar for Bijan either. Trust me, I, I've tried every permutation of trading Bijan for a, 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 a quarterback, and uh, that hasn't worked. I, give it a shot. I would trade Bijan for Lamar. Sure, send the offer for Watson and Higgins for Lamar because I don't play in your league, so I don't know what the people in your league think. But I would fully expect that to get rejected and mm-hmm. LOL that. Yeah. The hell the person probably goes, yeah, throw Bijan in that deal and I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. and, and, no, listen, this is a serious, serious response for Tristan to we've had how many Watson questions in this stream? Lots. Hey, Watson's screwing me because he's my QB two and he's producing. He's either not playing or he's producing, you know, QB two numbers. You don't upgrade. They 
they don't count in the trade unless you're willing to go bet. Okay, am I going to bet on Dak Prescott outperforming Watson the rest of the year? Sure, you can probably get Prescott for Watson in a second. But are you really upgrading? Do you know what I mean? Like you're you're not guaranteeing yourself anything. You're just paying to get out of the current pickle that Watson's in. So in his case, just go buy another QB. Just go get another one and just hold Watson until later because you're just not getting anywhere with him. So, and that's just not to, to Tristan. It's to everybody that has this problem of hey, mm-hmm. my QB two sucks. I invested heavy and they're not they're not working out. What do I do? Rockstar one two seven UT. Thank you, sir or Surette. Uh, ten team superflex start ten. Brain Rob. Puka Nakua, 25 first, 26 first for Fields, Achan, and Montgomery. What do you think there, Shane? I don't understand. I don't understand the purpose of the deal. Well, let's go piece by piece. Puka Nakua or Devon Achan, Shane? Uh Puka Nakua. Okay. Uh in a 10 team, would you even pay a first for fields? No. We already know that answer. Cause in a 12 team, you wouldn't. So no. we already I, know that answer. Well, no, here's the thing. I'd pay I'd pay it for fields if he was producing and I just was banking on his production, but he's not producing. So that's why I don't even understand this deal. So and I'm it's a 10 it. team. And it's a so 10 I, team. So it's like it fields isn't even worth one of the first year giving. So no, you're I'm giving building, I'm building two, for the future by giving up picks and buying back injured running backs. That feels just wrong. That feels very wrong to me. Everything about this is just like bad. Like, no, 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 I would not do this. Well, I mean, is he necessarily building for the future? I don't, he's not building for this week well, because none of those dudes fine. are playing or next week because none of those dudes are playing or the week he, after that because none of those dudes are playing. He doesn't say which direction he's going, but the, the reality is you are, are way trade. overpaying. You're way overpaying for three injured players right now. Like literally all three guys he's, he's pl- trading for are not playing this week. They're literally injured <laughs> and you're giving away the best asset in the deal and you're giving away two future two first. first. Yeah, no That's why I don't understand the deal. Like I don't, right. I don't understand. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Explain yourself. And I'm glad he asked that because that would have been a deal where the league chat sees that and goes, what the hell are you <laughs> doing, dude? <laughs> what, what was the angle here? Balls is life, FF, my friends. Hello. Hello. Balls. I've missed you, Balls. Balls. RBLD23. Uh, thank you for the super chat. 12 team super flex, half PPR, start nine. Deshaun Watson, Danny Dimes, uh, Dobbs, Brian Robinson, James Cook, Spears, AJ Brown, Wilson, Godwin, Dotson, Mike Williams. Send AJ Brown and Deshaun Watson for a rich, a first and Burks worth it to tank. I mean, everything that could have gone wrong is pretty much gone wrong on this team, except for AJ Brown. So Dotson sucks. Wilson or Mike Williams is out. Many times everybody thought was Garrett Wilson lost his QB. Yeah. Your QB rooms gotten decimated. Listen, I would trade in this case. I'd be okay. Trading AJ Brown for Anthony Richardson. And now you're moving Watson for a first and trail on Burks. I don't love it, but if you said, hey, I want to reboot my QB room. More importantly, Shane, what is the biggest value of doing this deal? I don't know because I I hate the deal. But I guarantee you are, are you getting any points back? No, no. It's going to, it's going to solidify your tank, but I, I, I don't like this deal. I mean, sure. A rich could 
be elite um, if he can play more than, I don't know, a game and a half in a row. And I know that's asking a lot, but, you know, it is. I'm big. So you're not contending, Shane. Are you giving up the other side of this deal? The other side of the deal being a rich first and Burks. Yep. You're in the middle right now. Are you giving up that? No, because I don't traditional Watson doesn't help me. Well, it's Shane declines both sides. It's not that binary. Look, there's some traits people bring to us all the time, and I'm like, I don't like either side of this deal. Why are you doing this? I do that all the time. I don't have but to he's he's asking, do we do it or not? And you just decline said you don't it. like either one. Yeah, decline it. Move on. <laughs> Here's a uh, quick one that's starred here from Jaden Groves. Would you trade JJ for Amon Ra and an early first or <laughs> two uh, first. early first or two mid first uh, team is in shambles? I would trade JJ for Amon Ra and a first all day. Got to know the got to know the format. If it's a you, super flex, I'm I'm doing it because you're getting two first and Amon Ra. I'd be I'd totally fine doing that. Yeah, if it's a super flex, start ten. Would you trade Scott Jefferson for Amon Ra and a projected mid twenty four first? It's right there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. I mean, that's that's. And that's if it's good. a super flex and you're getting the t- if it's a single QB and I'm getting an early first, I would still consider it. I mean, you got to consider both yeah. of those deals and. I wanted to throw this up there real quick, Shane. Mm-hmm. He's getting Puka in the picks for all those injured guys. <laughs> Accept it now before the stream ends. <laughs> I don't even remember what the trade was, but yeah, do that. That was the one where you're getting all the injured <laughs> yeah. players and you said, why oh, yeah, the hell yeah, are you that. doing it? He's getting, getting the other side. The oh, yes. very good. Yeah, do that. Do that, Rockstar. Good job. <laughs> Look, I, I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes I don't understand who's on what side of the trade. All right. That one wasn't clear. It was like okay. give and get and like all the, he's mm-hmm. getting the, the give side. So he's, he's getting the give side. <laughs> okay. Let's uh, we're, we're down to the end here. Uh, actually I had, I had ones from, excuse me. I'm going to grab one from. Did we the, announce a winner? Oh, Shiza. I almost, yeah, it's hashtag hammer. Look at that. 60 entries in there. Let's do it. Let's run the uh let's run the drawing, but I'm gonna share my screen because that's fine. And I'm just putting this up there from Ben. Yeah, he asked a question earlier. He was the two mm-hmm. and five team, and he said it's determined by record. So Ben, you know what to do. They're going to the bottom. You cannot win any more games. Yeah, tank it up. Tank it up. Stank it up. Okay, let's do this drawing here. 60 entries for um, yeah, this is a hoodie of sorts. And hopefully the others have their uh, have their gear and, that have won in the past. And here anyone already. that wins that was rooting for Arizona, Evie Diz, automatically dis, 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 disqualified. <laughs> Evie Diz, E V Y D I Z seventeen. Congratulations, you have a uh, you're getting a hoodie from us. You could choose your logo and uh, and all of that. Do me a favor, email Clay at dynastytradesin5.com dot com saying you are the hoodie winner. Again, that's Clay at DynastyTradesIn5.com. Look at that avatar, Shane. That looks like it might be Arizona Mountains right there. No, he doesn't win anything. (laughs) I'll I'll send him a cut-up hoodie with no hood. Um, (laughs) Real quick, what was that? What's the patron thing? What are you doing for people that sign up to patron and send me a a DM? Yeah, so people who sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash allgas, and sign up for our tier, they're going to get a free piece of merch. 
if they send you a, a screenshot DM saying they joined. And I was, at I, church. I was gonna send you some game wears, game worn jerseys. Oh yeah, Shane can game send you his sweaty, hat. his sweaty hammer. <laughs> it smells like me. That's what you want. Yeah, it smells like cigarettes. <laughs> it smells uh, like cigarettes, all cigarettes and sadness. I'm getting my wife to sign up. I need another orb hoodie. There you go. <laughs> I've got an orb hoodie up in my closet, actually. Uh, it is hoodie weather, baby. My favorite time of year. Okay, let's go back here. We're just going to do just a couple more. How about that? Okay, Mystic Flame. I had you uh, starred. 12-team Dynasty start, 11, Superflex, Rebuild. Devonte Smith or Bijan? I feel like we just we kind of did something exactly like this. This so. might have literally yeah. been the question that we already might answered. Have. So still Bijan, still Bijan, still Bijan. Right. Okay. Let me go to one here from the uh, community post. Okay. What do we do with a player that no one wants but's producing? I have McLaurin, but I'm trying to tank. Can't even get a second and third for him. Sent it to everyone. Do you do we just keep that player or sell him for cheaper than what he's probably worth? I mean, so hopefully the rest of your roster is bad enough that he's not dragging you to victory. Um, I know in one league where I was trying to tank uh, one of our, our dynasty trades of five league where someone uh, started uh, three empty spots against me. Um, I was nice. feeling a little, a little down last night because J- Jordan Addison decided he was going to pull me to victory. Thanks, Jordan. Um, but I don't <laughs> think Terry McLaurin's doing that. So just make sure the rest of your roster is bad enough. You know, the rest of your starters. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, who says you? I don't know if it's max points or whatever. If it's not, don't start them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're going to do max points in those leagues just because there's some there's some absolute egregious. Yeah, there, yeah. There's not there's not starting active players, and then there's just not, like not starting good players, and then there's just yeah. not even starting. I, players. I literal empty spots against me, Real. or or guys on injured reserve, <laughs> or you know, clear. Probably just have to shore it up and make sure. But to to answer his question, yeah. I think if you've spammed. And we don't know the format necessarily here. Like some of these formats can differ in terms of what you would accept from a pick perspective. If you have a guy like McLaurin and you can't even get a second, you may have to settle for a second. He said he can't get a second and a third, go to a second. If you can't get a second, you have to be creative. Is there an injured player I can buy? Is there something that I can exploit the current situation of another manager and get something that even if it's a neutral or even a loss for me now, in three months or six months when I care, could it be one where I'm in better position then? Because that's a win. Even if you're going, damn, Terry McLaurin is yep. not any better than Marvin Mims. But in six months, you may go, okay, I'd rather have Marvin Mims. And you have to look at it as that's the value for you in your current situation, especially if you exhausted all efforts to get younger, to get picks, you know what I mean? To get injured guys. Like You have to find an angle and exhaust all those efforts, which means you're going to have to send out a bunch of deals and scout people's yeah. roster. Probably got to take a little time to do it versus just spam. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick one here. 12 team super flex, half PPR. I'm contending. Give Puka and Ayuk for chase. Well, we don't know the starters. If this was a start 12, would you do it? Shane start 12? No start nine. You would do it, right? Yes. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, if it's a I'd, start, so what about a start 10, Clay? Is that right on the fringe, or would you still Chase. take Chase? Start 11 is where I'm Puka and Ayuk. 
Well, there you I, go. We I, gave you the the start 9, 10, 11, and 12 CD <laughs> yeah. baseball. So determine what you have and uh, consider the answer done. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, okay. Let's uh let's just call it, man. That's that's uh that's pretty much all we have uh all we have starred. We only made it an hour and thirty minutes here. Shane, you look so disappointed. Is it the Phillies or well, we haven't announced that we are going to go. Uh, Shane is going to go live on TikTok to watch the rest of the Phillies game, right, Shane? <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun, especially if they lose. Would it? Would it be Scott? Would it really? Oh, I'd I'd love to be in that room. I'm going to bed. <laughs> I'm used to defeat. I've given up. Here, I'm gonna real quick give away uh, give away something else here. So put hashtag uh, Shane all lowercase in the uh in the comments and this will be for a uh for a t-shirt so hashtag shane and we're gonna let this run for like two minutes okay um okay let's uh yeah so we can just start saying saying good night to people i guess look at the all the hashtag shane's in there what did it say phil's phil still got this harper homer coming What's here's here's a quick it's three to two arizona top of the sixth or bottom of the sixth. I, I wow. wanted to ask you this real quickly, just because we have, we don't hear yeah. from you as much as we hear from obviously me and then Shane sometimes when he's paying attention, what is your just current pulse on how, how you're feeling the dynasty game as a whole right now? Are you feeling better about it? Worse about it than when you got into this? I know we're past two years now of doing the content and, you know, mm -hmm. doing this channel. Are you feeling better about where the game is headed? Or do you think it's just, natural selection of it's just changing and unless we're willing to adapt it's going to either feel worse or better depending on where your mindset is how are you feeling um i'm feeling okay no <laughs> no i think uh i think the running back thing i just wonder where the when the market is gonna when it's gonna overcorrect or if it's not and everybody's gonna fade running backs and, and that's how it's gonna be i guess instead of thinking about how it is now i'm just wondering what the next edge is gonna be like what's what's next everybody hates running backs now what what is going to be the the next angle that we're going to uh that we're going to try to leverage and i asked somebody that the uh yeah i asked theo that the other night on uh on dynasty difference and and yeah i mean that's that's the tough that's a tough thing what's what's next what's next scott what's next shane up in that head how are we gonna uh how are we gonna win next year shane you got yeah. any thoughts on the topic it's a commercial right now, so you're good. I, I don't know. Um, it, the easy answer is just like, oh, just go the other way and just hoard all the RBs, right? But there's a reason that we don't like RBs is because they explode. Like they're the Spinal Tap drummer. You know what I mean? Like as soon as you get used to one, he just explodes and you got to move on to the next one. Mm -hmm. um, it seems to be... Obviously, if you pick the right players, it always works. But if you hit on low end or low valued or low, so we're low cost running backs, um, that's really how you're going to win. Um, it's just, all right, well, how do we determine what that's going to be? Is there an analytical way to figure that out? I don't know when in week seven, we have Dante Foreman coming back from the dead and running for 30 points. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, I don't know how you predict for that. There's some variability that's always going to be a part of the game. So, I mean, just trying to buttress your, your team so that you have enough assets to deal with that variability when it comes. 
variability. I, I don't know that none of those are words or one of those is a word, but mm -hmm. to be able to deal with that variance by building enough assets into your team is basically the only way you can do it. Yeah, it's well said. I mean, I, I even was thinking about it today that the game has changed and the change it's changed for a good. There's a lot more dynasty content. There's a lot more yeah, people interested. Sure. There's so it's, it's not that it's a negative. It's just what, probably i would say my brand was even built on five years ago when it started a lot of that's not gone by the wayside but it's become less of an advantage now to the mm -hmm. point where it's like you're looking for the next edge and i think there's a cap on how far that edge is going to erode because like Ray always says, like ultimately when it comes to a lot of the process and strategy, there's always going to be a large majority of players that are just going to do what they want. Mm -hmm. They don't care about a lot of the process stuff that we talk about. They're still going to pick the players they like. They're going to pick the players they root for. They're going to make trades that are just on a whim. But a lot of the other stuff that used to just be an edge over everybody is now only an edge of maybe half the league. So I do yeah. think we're going to see a return of trying to pick players better, trying mm -hmm. to model trends better than what we did in the past and not just make blanket assumptions about offenses or situations and we go oh i know what that's going to be because you look back through what we thought situations were going to be before this year not only were we wrong but there's some where we go it was the opposite mm -hmm. and we don't adjust to that fast enough and i think the people that adjust fast enough to like the puka situation Two games after he started playing this year, you're like, all right, we got to respect him as like a top 20 running or top 20 wide receiver. Two games after he's produced without Cooper Cup or with Cooper Cup, you're going, you have to probably <laughs> adapt to the fact that. that he's a top eight receiver now. Like <laughs> it's that fast. There is no, I'll give it till next year. You know, it moves that fast. And if you're not willing to bet when that is going up or going down, you're going to fall behind because there's other people willing to make those big swings. So just food for thought. Yeah. Here's one good thing though, too, right? And we talked about this a little bit in the discord last week. I could give someone all the tools in the world. That's not going to make them smart. I mean, it just isn't. It's, it's that like, just think about the, the people you deal with on a daily basis. Most of them are, are, are just raging idiots. Um, just, just, just look at what people do when you're driving. You know what I mean? Like they're making left-hand turns from the right lane. They're stopping on I-95. Stopping. <laughs> Just stopping. With their signal on going, oh, I missed my ramp, so I got to stop here. Like people do stupid things all the time, not because they want to, but because they're stupid and that's their nature. A lot of people are really stupid. You could give them every tool in the world and they won't understand it. They don't even know what to do with the tool. And I don't mean that derogatory some people are smarter in certain things, right? You could give me directions on how to put together absolutely anything. And <laughs> I would stare at those directions for five hours and make nothing because I'm just not inclined. that <laughs> way. So I think there's, there's always going to be a, a subset of people that are just kind of inclined to think differently and be able to act on some of the things that we see in this game, as opposed to other people. <laughs> Okay, let's uh let's draw this sucker and then we will uh and then we will say goodnight. So give away till share. Okay. And you made it look pretty good stuff. So let's uh let's do this. We had 52 people who put hashtag Shane in here. And let's hit the draw. What did I say? Shirt or hat? What did I say? A hug. I don't I don't even remember. I don't even remember either. So we're gonna say it is that Rhonda Commander. Yes, a Commanders fan. No, Rhonda, you are getting a uh, a hat or a shirt, whatever you would like. 
do me a favor and just email clay at dynastytradesin5.com saying you were uh you were the drawing winner. We'll get you set up. Let's see. Thank Guys, you. that's that's all I uh that's all I've got tonight. We still have 340 people in here. Thanks, thanks for hanging. Thanks for hanging with the three of us. Shane, enjoy the rest of the game. Scott, you want to say bye to the crowd? Everyone turn on the Phillies Diamondbacks game, and you'll know how Shane is feeling in about an hour. It's probably going to be a good finish. I'm going to go watch it. So thanks, for everybody, for tuning in. We're officially halfway through the Dynasty season if you don't count the fantasy playoffs for most, most leagues. So good luck. Make moves. Yeah. Be back soon. And holler at us for a roster review. Roster review at DynastyTradesIn5.com. Email that or go to DynastyTradesIn5.com and click on the roster review section. It is time. It is time. Should I stay? Should I go? This is when we uh, tend to go in back order. So hit us up. That's it. We will see you. Uh, we'll see you next time. I'm going to end this stream. Later. Later.